Hello and welcome to episode 42 of Ardent Run Club. I'm Tommy, I'm your host, and today I'm joined by another athlete from the Northeast. He's rapid, he's a long distance runner. Yeah, he runs for Jarrah and Heaven, and I had to learn it's not Jarrow, but it's Jarrah. So, my bad. Jarrah. So, Jarrah and Heaven. Uh, he inspires the older athletes in the group, some of, some of whom we've already had on this podcast, and his times are improving year on year. So, ladies and gentlemen, Please join me in welcoming Jack Brown. Yeah, you're all right. Nice to be on you. Yeah, looking Mate. forward to it. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you today, Jack? Yeah, I'm fine. Beautiful day. Weather's good. What more, yeah, what more can for? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And you had a good race yesterday? I did during 10K last night. Yeah, it went really well. Yeah, it was another beautiful evening. I, um, mm-hmm. I had, a, had a, a time in mind. I was hoping to get sub 34 but i just stuck stuck my race plan and i ran a decent time 35 38 so yeah it was pretty warm so i just sensible didn't want to go off too fast and just stuck with the plan good for you mate just actually on that the weather obviously has a huge effect on how you perform do you prefer performing in the winter time or in the summer months you know what i I prefer the the summer the summer i don't know Mm -hmm. what it is but you just got to get the you know you just got to like Obviously, you've just got to prepare, pre- prepare yourself better. Obviously, you've got to take on a lot more. You've got to hydrate yourself a lot more. Knowing when right. to take on gels on the water stations and stuff like that. Like, there's no good. Like, personally, myself, I don't get water from every like aid station. I normally go, like, I normally about, about three if there's that many on the course. Like, last night, I didn't take on any water because it was it was at 8K. And, I mean, the, the race was 10K, so it was 2K to yeah. the finish. And just sometimes I think if the longer runs, for example, half marathons, I normally take on about three, four water water stations just to keep yourself hydrated. Mm. You've got it was the main yeah. important thing. Absolutely. It's a long way. Yeah. Oh, good, man. Well, I'm glad the event went well. Um, yeah, it was a really yeah, organised I... organized event. Brilliant, man. And yeah, I call you a long distance runner in the introduction, but obviously you you do 1500s as well. You do 1500s up to the half marathons, don't you? So, yeah, so yeah. What, what would you say your favourite event actually is to start my, off with? I would say my favourite event is the, the half half marathon and then alongside the 10K. I do like 5K, but just the, the 10K and half marathon, obviously the distance is there so I can have a more comfortable race, I can ease into it better. And mm-hmm. just the, the time the times are coming down quite well, which is the main thing. And I, I think it's it's easier to train for 10Ks and half marathons. And j- it just fits into like how I how I enjoy running as well and my training and stuff like that. That's good man. That's good to hear. So what take take back to the beginning. What actually got you into running? When did you start and how old were you? Oh well well I'll say around four fourteen, fifteen. I went to, uh, when I was in school, I went to a little holiday camp called Holy Island. It, and it was like a week long, like Saturday to Saturday. And I had like a sports day and I, I did really well. And like I was winning all I was winning all the running events and stuff like that. And when I got back home, the, the, the organizers like told my mom and dad, oh, Jack's good, good at running and stuff like that. You should go to a running club and stuff. And there's a guy who was on the holiday camp, was from Jarrow. And he said, oh, you should go like to a club, to Munkard Stadium and stuff like that. So when I got back, like I was, I was off put because I was like football mad when I was younger. I played football for about seven years from when I was about six onwards, and so I didn't think anything of it. 
so then when I went back to school, like that that year, like September time, I had a, had a running club on after school and I just went along and I enjoyed it. And then I, I think it was about October, October time, I went along to Monkton Stadium and joined uh, the juniors. And then just from there, I just, at first I didn't, I didn't like it because I was like always last, like every single training session, but like it happens. But main thing was I, I didn't, didn't quit. I stuck to it. And the enjoyment of running just came naturally, and now couldn't I couldn't think of like my life without it. Now it's just yeah, I love it. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And so, as a fourteen-year-old, I'm assuming you weren't doing too many competitions, were you? No, no. Like I didn't think like anything of it cross country. I didn't think happened like the races that are about now. I didn't have a clue back then. Like fourteen-year-olds, yeah. like I didn't know how much work goes into stuff like that. Like yeah. how many races? Yeah. But now, I think my first ever race was um, it was a, I think it was a cross country race in Prado, and I remember it, it was absolutely freezing cold. I was like, like fourteen, fifteen year old doing like half a lap of a cross country course. I was freezing cold, had like hats, gloves, everything, but just nothing seemed to work. And that was my first like taste of a cross country, a proper like northeast cross country, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't that, ask for anything worse, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Looking back on it, yeah. That's mad. It's, all it's crazy, all like, how, how, it's nuts how that first experience can be so just not the one, but... It's not, no. But it's still, you still run. That, you still of course, yeah, you got to look, 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 got to look back on it and you just got to think, like, yeah, the, 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 like, my first race, what, like, experience it was, and just, like, yeah. opened the door, kind of, to, like where I am now, I guess. So what kind of developed that passion for running, in your opinion? For racing, at least? Yeah, well, obviously, I entered races and stuff like that as time went on, and I wasn't doing too well, but then I just stuck to it. Like, training was going well, and I just got more comfortable racing, got more confident in myself, and just, like, didn't doubt, like, just believed in myself, really, and, like, just listened to what my coach was telling us and stuff like that, and, like, obviously advice from my mom and dad they like stuck they came to every single race still do so just having like the support behind you as well like, like encourages you stuff like that that's brilliant man so over the years um have you found that the competitions got harder or, or yeah well there's, there's a yeah, the, yeah lot, lot, there's a lot like a load loads of fast lads and which is great for competition but like yeah, so when you're in races, you just got to, like, try and... You don't want to go off too fast with them. You just got to, like, mm. try and, like... Like, last night, for example, there was fast lads at the front, and I knew, like, if I had went off with them, I, it wouldn't have been my race. Yeah. I wanted it to be my race and just stick to the plan because sometimes you can you can easily do it. Every, like, runner does it. Everyone goes off, like, too fast with, like, the fast lads at the front, and you either have a good race or you pay the price and just... Yeah, everyone knows what happens, yeah. like jelly legs, or you can even worse have an in injury, stuff like that, which you don't want to happen. That's true. That's true. So uh, over all the years of racing that you've done so far, obviously you've got yeah. loads left in you, but so far, what has been your favourite race that you've done? That you competed in? Oh, I've done, I've done loads. Like, I've, I've done a lot of trail racing as well, like, like the back end of 2018 and 2019, I did a lot of trail races and like, I've, I've won quite a few trail races over in the Lake District and North Yorkshire and stuff like that. But I'd say mm -hmm. the ultimate, ultimate like, best race was probably the Great North Run 2019. 
when I ran, um, when I ran, was it 2019? Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I ran yeah. 116, just everything that day went perfect. And to see the time at the end, because I was just, I was just going for like sub 120 at the, like on the day that that was the plan. Yeah. And then to finish like 116.54, I think it was. I think, yeah, that, that was, that was my, the best, best race. I think, yeah, just the feeling afterwards as well. I think it was great. I was on the That's proper brilliant. like high, just yeah, buzzing about it. Did you feel like you were racing, or was it more of a time trial for yourself? Oh, I felt I, 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 I was with someone at the start. Like I, I seen and I, I ran with um, we call Luke Adams. He's called, and I just stuck with him all, all the time. And he was aiming for like one fourteen. So I was if I, I just thought to myself like if I run my race and just have him in sight at the full way, I know I'll be in good like in good range and good territories for sub uh, one twenty. And yeah. I was looking like as the miles were going on, I was hitting like five forty fives, five fifties, and yeah, just everything went everything went well. So it was probably my That's favorite good. race. And obviously, you finished yes. in South Shields as well. There's no better finish <laughs> right on the right, right on the coast. I love that man. And so, on the flip side of that, though, you must have had yeah. some pretty bad races. Oh, there's there's one there's one race in particular. It was the northeastern. I think it was the northeastern championships in in Sedgefield. And yeah, it wasn't cross country. Like, yeah, it was cross country. Yeah, it was, it was. I think yeah. And we're going down in the car, and like we had rain, hail just coming like the direction of the car, just absolutely smashing against the windows. And I was thinking to myself, oh, I've got to run in that. And I would think I was under under twenties. I think it was. Yeah, so it was like two laps. And we got out, and when we got to Sedgefield, there was, a, there was a, a good couple of inches of snow on the floor. And it just, it just, the cold, like, you know, nothing can prepare anyone how cold it's going to be when you're running. Like, I know you're running yeah. two laps, like, 20 minutes or so, I think it was. And it was just, just the weather conditions. But that, that was, that yeah. was it, really. Like, the running, fine. The running was fine. It was just the, the conditions. The conditions. You can't, you can't, like, dictate, you can't. No, for it. I well, think for me it's like for me I think it's like that cold wind you know when when it's icy and snowy and then that wind that gust of wind gets you it's like oh my goodness yeah it just take your breath away doesn't it yeah, yeah it's just a shock a shock to the system can you actually learn anything from that sort of experience when it's just a weather condition I don't I, um I don't know really you just gotta like obviously you don't want to put loads of loads of layers of clothes on obviously because you'll overheat but i just mm -hmm. guess it's like just under like just understanding your body and like how far you can yeah. go like how far you can how fast and how far you can run like if you feel you like if you, if you feel as though you can't run like listen to your body and like either stop slow down mm -hmm. and just yeah just be careful i guess just don't just be sensible yeah and don't overdo yeah, it not... absolutely and so I was going to say, like, with, so, for example, that that cross-country race there, did yeah. you have no, did you not have any sort of time where you could train in that sort of condition? Like, was it never raining and freezing like that beforehand? I think it's just like a one-off, just one of those freak days where the, the That's weather's nuts. absolutely horrendous. <laughs> That's just <And> like, <laughs> it's just like, obviously, if, if, if it's raining and it's cold, like, when wintertime, up like where I live, then it's it's fine that like you go out in it and you can come back home, go in the shower, get warm, have some something to eat, nice like cup of tea or something. But it's yeah. just when it's when it's race day and it's like that, it's like you go 
you're waiting for your race, yeah. like warming up. Have you ever been those, injured those... in a race? Touch wood, I haven't. I've never, I've never, I've never been injured for running. That's awesome. That's no, I've, I've, I've stayed out of that, but I've just, yeah, just been sensible. I've been out of running once, but that was like that wasn't through running. That was just through like I had a bad had a bad neck and I had an operation on it and stuff like that a couple about a year ago. But I was mm. only out of running for about a month. But I didn't lose any fitness or anything. I was straight back once I had the That's clear good. from the the doctor. So I was all good. Yeah. So what does training look like for you now then? So we're coming out of lockdown, which is great. I mean, we technically have been out of lockdown, but like, yeah, no restrictions soon. So that's great. Um, have you been back at the club lately? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm there most most days. To be fair, Tuesday early mornings are normally the best times for me to go down with uh, Michael McNally, who you who you interviewed, and Carl Moat, and yeah. a few others. We'll go down on a Tuesday, no Wednesday mornings, and we do like a speed track session. So like mon- Monday, Monday would normally be a six mile tempo along the the coast in South Shields. Tuesday would be like a speed session on the track, and Wednesday normally six to eight mile run, about m- medium pace. Thursday normally another tempo run, and Friday normally another ten k ten k run. Saturday is either race day or just like an easy run if not. And then Sunday is um, a long run, about 13 to 15 mile on a Sunday. Wow. Just to finish. Yeah. That's obviously at easy pace as well. And especially if you've had yeah. like a race, if you've had a race on a Saturday, normally, normally just go out for an easy easy 10k. If you've had a race on a Sunday, just like stretch the legs out. Yeah. And so you don't. does... um. Just like what out of all your sessions, then which ones are your favorite? Which ones are your least favorite? Well, so, my favorite sessions, I would say, are the I do like, like five by a mile on the track, or the longer That's a lot. I did the other week, not about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I did 10 times 800s on the track. That was a really good session because every single one, I think I was getting um, about 240 for each one, but everything was going like perfect i was hitting t- i think my slowest one was 243 and my fastest was two 238 which was the the uh the last one but when yeah. you have sessions like that when you just roll on the moth one by one like a 240 just feels it feels right that's it that's what it's key consistent on the track like you can't be going off doing the first one 220 then the last one in like four minutes it just doesn't work yeah. like that yeah you've got to like co- consistency key on the track you've got to, and i'm I would say my worst session is um, 10 400s, the complete opposite. It's just, you just, I just don't enjoy it. Because obviously, <laughs> 10 400s is done, normally done at about, about 1,500 meter pace. And it's just like, oh, it's constant. And especially having um, like 30 seconds rest in between. It's just, it can be hard work. There's, there's a little bit of enjoyment, but the majority is just, what, when's this finishing? Because your legs See, I just love that skip. sort of session. I love the speedy legs ones, just, the shorter ones. Yeah, I mean it's key. You've got to have you've got to have the speed sessions. But I do it all. It's just when it, it's good when it's finished. But when you get the fifth <laughs> and sixth, when when you get the fifth and sixth one, and you know you when you got about three, four, three left, it's just come on. Like you'd think. Sometimes I think to myself, do I want to do two eight hundreds or do I want to do four fours? It's just. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that that one's my that one's the worst one. one. 
How do it's you... not that I don't like it. It's just, yeah, it's just hard, just hard. How how do you kind of like you've got good sessions, you've got bad sessions. How do you kind of and and it's so structured. How do you not yeah. lose the fun in running when you've got such a regimented I just I just love it. Like first thing I do, like when I get up, obviously have some breakfast, and I just just go out, and it's just like even if I'm training on the night time. Or being at work and like finish some work, just even that for a run. It's just, you know, it's just like the pure love of running. Yeah, I don't know what it's it just is. Just like when you, yeah, it's just when you go out there and it's just like you and like even if you go up the hills and you just look as if you were in the hills and and obviously the community yeah. run as well, like training, like the training squad going out with them and stuff is just it's nothing better really. It's just pure freedom and just nice and peaceful. Yeah. And so tell me about the about the group then. So who's your coach at the minute? Uh, Alan Weirs. Alan Weirs, yeah. yeah. There's a good good little yeah, good little senior squad at Jar at the minute. And we're just all around there's like obviously different abilities and stuff like that, but we're all there's about ten in the group and we all just seem to like get along and just like encourage each other on and stuff like that. And sometimes what we do is on track sessions like if we're like the ones that just say people who run like I know nineteen minute five k's and people who run seventeen minute five k's they go up first for off first on the track and we like try and like just work together and like push each other push each other on around the track and yeah it's it's, it's real good fun and obviously everyone gets uh, the best out of it. That's great, man. And so the community aspect you'd say is probably one of the most important aspects of of you and your group. And, and the whole I would squad. say so. Yeah, we just yeah, definitely. We've got a good little squad. Everyone gets on, gets along with each other, and the support at races like last night. People that weren't running, like they came along with the families and just like cheering everyone, everybody on. It's great to see as well at the finish when obviously because Joe Heaven's like it's a little club compared to some other some other clubs out there, but it's just yeah, the the, the team spirit as well. It's great to see at the end across country races as well when you just digging deep and you look up and you see yeah. Like friends and family and stuff it's it's good yeah just That's that nice awesome, feeling as well. yeah and so when when you look at the squad is there anybody in particular that motivates you the most or that encourages you the most um i, I don't know i would just say everybody like the full squad in general just because yeah. like we're so like i said yeah we're just we're just a good squad i wouldn't say there's like one person in particular that like encourages obviously everybody everybody's different and all have their own stories and stuff like that and different like inspirations and stuff and you can just get different obviously because I'm still young and that and obviously there's more experienced runners at the club it's just about listening to that advice and like Carl Moore, Michael McNally people like mm-hmm. that you just got to listen to them and Alan Weas as well the coach just got to listen to advice and see what they say and see if you can like adapt it into your own training and racing and stuff like that yeah and so over the last year then, obviously there's been a few lockdowns and so that's meant that you could, yeah. haven't been able to train with the club sometimes. How has that affected mm-hmm. you, your training, and did that affect the, the group at all? Also, obviously, at the start of lockdown, we had, like, it was just like one you just had to go out by yourself. But then when we introduced, when they introduced one person that you could go out with, it was, I would just run with the same person and... It was good, yeah, obviously, because I, I had work commitments as well, so I was missing out on a lot of, um, like, training sessions and stuff like that. I found that a bit hard as well, because I was missing out on my missing out on my run and training. 
So, but when I got out and with my the training partner, he was yeah, it was all it was all good, yeah. And then obviously yeah. when, we're, when we're allowed back, when we're allowed back to the club, it was even it was even better because you get that, you just get the group back together. That's brilliant. And just man. the morale, the morale's like it's probably at its most high now. Just everyone's everyone's oh, smashing great. up PBs stuff like that. That's fantastic. That's, yeah, it's good. Like so Carl last night, he 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 ran a PB last night, which was great to see and just. To be like, to see like to be able to see you're a part of that is just it's really nice as well. Nice thing to be a part of. That's good, man. And so, for you, when you're choosing your races, how do you decide what you're gonna do? Like yeah, what just you're again, do? just like on, just on and on general fitness and how you, how you generally feel, how your body's feeling. So like, at the minute, I wouldn't say I would want to. I would want to focus on ten k's and half marathons at the moment. And I wouldn't want to go like any any lower than that. Like five k's, maybe later on in the summer. Just the way my training's been going at the minute, I think I f- I feel more comfortable at ten k's and the halves. Are you ever going to focus so, on yeah. just one distance? I think ideally, m- m- maybe the half marathon. Maybe yeah. the half marathon, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, when I'm a bit older, I want I want to start on the on the marathons as well. But a, f- a few more years yet. Yeah. I don't want to just jump. That's, I don't want to jump straight into it. Yeah, that would be a huge commitment. I'm sure marathon training is quite different to half marathon training, especially those Sunday definitely, long runs. Yeah, yeah definitely. Nice. I, you go from about 15, 15 miles to eighteen miles, like consistently though. It's crazy, isn't and it? And it's just, I would, I would, I love it. Like it's good, good fun, but it's just a lot of commitment. Yeah. Fair enough, man. So, do you have any yeah, goals yeah. for the rest of this season, then, for the rest of the summer? Um, well, I'm, I've definitely want to. I'm stuck on my, on my five k. I know so I don't really want to do any any five k's at the minute, <laughs> but I'm stuck on sixteen or three at the minute. And I've I've had from twenty from last year I had the key side five k penciled in in the diary, and obviously that's mm-hmm. been put forward to this year. So that, that's only 5k race I'm doing. And then just my, my 10k's and my half, I'm, main focus is the Great North Run. I know it's not the Great North Run. It's finishing in Newcastle and starting in Newcastle. But my <laughs> probably my, my main target's that, I think. Yeah. That's big. Are you going for any I'm particular good. time? Uh, put around, around 115 mark. Hopefully, maybe under, if I'm feeling fit on the day. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Do you have any reason why these sort of th- sorts of things are your goals, or is it just something to shoot for? Yeah, just something to go for. Like I feel more. I feel, I just think, but it's it's all about feeling relaxed and like comfortable when when running, and that's probably yeah. the distance that I'm most comfortable at. I just think that the further the further I go, the more comfortable I get. Like sometimes on races, I think the finish line is comes too too early. Like you just wish there was an extra few miles on. <laughs> like the response. There was one know. race. There was one race called Pierre Pierre. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's on the on the um the, the coast. You run from South Shields and you finish in um finish in Roca. And it was it's about seven mile. So six, seven mile, and I was in third place all the way. And I think I was I was closing on first and second. And if it had been an extra mile, I think I would have won it. And that was the only regret of that race. Like I was because I was that like I just yeah got it like five mile and I could see the finish. I was like, oh no, I've run out of room. 
That's nuts, man. Well, that sucks. I was going to say, like, not many people finish a race and say, oh, I wish there were another few more miles on that. Because <laughs> so. you get the end and you, you still got loads, you, you've literally still got loads to give. And it's just annoying. Like, you give everything you've, you could ever give. And then to be able to, like, you just think to yourself, oh, I wish, like, I could have, I could have won that if there was an extra mile, two mile. So, so now yeah. that you know that um, Carl Mowat's obviously done the 70 mile, he's done the wall and he's done um, his 100 mile run. Well, You're going to be on that next since you, you're never satisfied oh. with the distance. Uh, well, there's, there's, there's a half marathon and there's, uh, there's to, is what he does. I don't know, 3,500 miles is a long way. Yeah. But we'll see in the future, see what, see what it brings. That's good, man. So you see helped him brings. on the, um, you helped him on, was it the 100 mile run or was it the wall or did you have them on both? Oh, the 100 mile runs, yeah, around 20 mile. Yeah. Was How was that? Uh, yeah, it was, it was really good, yeah, it was, I enjoyed it, it was an experience. Obviously, that's the first I've had, had ever run. Obviously, it was, at a, mm -hmm. it was at a good, it was at a good pace considering it was, it was a 100 mile run. But, no, no, it was great experience as well. Like, yeah. just being there as well and just what you was doing it for, great cause, of course. Yeah. But so it was what all, was he like? No, he, he was really well. Obviously, he found it it hard in um, different um, points of the of the of the course that he was running, which is understandable. But you've just got to have the the right balance between like your fluids and your your nutrition and how much you you take on. You don't want to take on too much. You don't want to take on too little. We're trying just trying to find that balance in between. Yeah. So did he inspire you to maybe do that in the future? Oh, maybe yeah. Like obviously, he inspires us like so much the, yeah. the amount of stuff that he does for for charity and just to be able to be like to run with him, to train with him, and stuff like that. Yeah. It's great. It's great to see. That's brilliant, man! What a guy! Yeah, what a guy! Yeah, have definitely. you ever been to his um, petit déjeuner club in the morning? I have. I was there. On, I was there on Wednesday. Oh yeah, I was there on, <laughs> I was there on Wednesday. We we run at um. We ran a nice 10k. Obviously, I had the race last night, so just did an easy 10k. That's good, man. Yeah, it was on on the, on the trails and then just came back, had a nice little coffee and a bit of breakfast and then went home. Decent. Yes. Yeah, so that's not it, bad. It not nice. a bad way to start the day. It's not. It's not. That's a, that's the main thing. Like, obviously, we'll get up at like, we'll go out for runs at six o'clock in the morning and we'll finish, we'll, we'll finish by half seven, eight o'clock, depending on the distance. And you've just got the rest of the day. You've sort you've had a good start to the day. It's really nice. Yeah. But the hardest the hardest thing is getting out of bed. It's just <laughs> but once you're out, <laughs> once you're out and running, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, man. That's brilliant. I recommend man. it. Honestly, you should get out early morning. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be going to that club sometime soon. I've made the commitment yeah. that I will be there. So maybe I'll see you on a Wednesday morning. Definitely. Definitely. That's great, man. Good to see you. So as yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as a as a student of running, where do you think that you need to improve at the moment to be able to reach those goals you were talking about a moment ago? Um, it's just trying to get like the the correct correct training plan in, in like in in plan. Like just trying to get the the correct mileage like throughout the week and get that there pretty much spot on. Obviously. Mm -hmm. And just yeah, and just trying to get the the balance between everything right, because obviously some sometimes some weeks can be the weekly mileage can be higher than the 
the one previous or the one, yeah. So just trying to get the balance between each week and the training sessions, make sure you're doing the the right training sessions and just stick to the plan and like don't go on just how you feel, like go oh like so if, if you've got like a session like the other week it was just it was just four like four six hundreds and that's all it was. But it was at like basically ninety percent. Yes. And I, I was going to do, I was like, oh, I, might, I said to uh, Michael McNally, oh, I might do six. But I got a two and I was like, no, I'm just doing four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing, I'm not doing no more. So it was just trying yeah. to get the balance, the balance between like racing and like, yeah. And like what you eat and what you drink as well. Like before, before you the lead up to the race as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously you don't want to be, you don't want to be eating and drinking loads of rubbish. You just got to try and maintain, maintain it. Yeah, yeah, word. So I get a lot of consistency vibes from you. Then it's all about just being consistent, getting it done. Yeah, that's what that's what it's all about. I think it's it's it's, it's stupid like going off like. So when it's stupid going off like if you get if you get told to stick to a time on the track, so let's just say ninety seconds for four hundred, just stick to it. And it's no good going off at like eighty like seventy seconds and running 70 seconds for the first one and dying all the way through yeah it's just yeah I, I just i find it much much easier and yeah you find it a lot easier as well yeah well, well that's something that i'm sure people need to hear just the consistency because we can be all too eager to see that 90 second 400 and be like nah that's that's slow i can go quicker than that i can that's work harder push myself harder you'll, yeah and then the last three if you're feeling that you can push on to maybe like I don't know, 85, 80s. But there's no point in, like, you've just got to enjoy it and just be careful. Yeah, brilliant, man. And so I like to ask the people that come on this podcast, I like to ask them how 2021 has been compared to 2020. Because obviously a lot of people yeah. had loads of challenges for over the last year. But as, as you well know, it's like restrictions are opening up again. Park run starting next Saturday as well, which is which yeah. is great for so many of us. Um, How has this year been for you so far? And That's... what sort of encouragement can you give to the listeners? Yeah, yeah. 2021 has been, been a good start so far. Obviously, I've only had, I've had a few a few races. I've had the Sutherland Hall. Um, there was the Northeast um, Cross Country Relays up in Thornley. That was my first like race back. It was only two mile, but it was on cross country, and the terrain was uh, pretty difficult. And that was that was a good run out. Um, I've done like a lot of virtual uh, runs as well, relays. But yeah, it's been it's been a good start to the year, and like people who have not had such a good year, you just got to stick to it, keep training, make sure you're enjoying it. That that's the that's the main thing about enjoying it. If you're not enjoying it, then don't put yourself through it. Just try and get the if you don't go out every single day, like blasting runs and not enjoying it, you've got to like go out, get that training partner, go out, run like, I don't know, even if it's two miles and if, if you're with someone, it makes makes all the difference. Just in a fear, if you have like a, if you just, just smile, and if you're smiling and running, then that's it. That's key. You just got to enjoy it. That's brilliant. That's what, that's what, that's what Carl tells us. He, te- he says, if you, um, if you ever find yourself struggling in a race or a run, just smile, and everything it just makes it better. So that's <laughs> well, he one must thing be struggling t- all the time because he's always smiling. That's one thing I've took on board, <laughs> bro, man. 
Well, look, we're coming towards the end. And but before we end, I always like to do a find your fire round where I get to just ask the athlete uh, just some qu quick questions. They can answer it as quickly or in as much detail as they want just to get to know you yeah. a bit more. So we, you up for it? You ready to go? Yeah, that's fine. Perfect. So the first question of the find your fire round is what is a race that you've always wanted to run? Oh, um, I would say London Marathon. London Marathon, yeah, definitely. That's definitely up there, first one. How long do you think it's going to take for you to get there? Oh, I'd say ne hopefully ne uh, in the next five years. Hopefully, yeah. Because once I've got a bit got a bit, bit stronger, a bit more like educated about the running system and, and the, the marathon distance and the training, yeah, hopefully next five years, definitely. That's good. Okay, what about a location you've always wanted to run in? Oh, I would... Um, I'm going to say Australia. Yeah. Just the, the scenery around Australia, the, like the Melbourne, especially on that Melbourne side of Australia. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Beautiful. That. All right. Beautiful, beautiful country. Love that. Okay, now rank for me cross country, road, and track from your favourite to least favourite. Uh, so, favourite will be cross country, road, track. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness! I, I, I like you told me your first race was a cross country. Um, yeah, you told me that you you stepped out at Sedgefield and it was icy, windy, snowy, rainy, and you didn't like yeah. it. But here we are saying cross country is your favorite. And yeah, track is your least yeah. favorite. Yeah, oh, just the track. Just I mean the track. Just don't get on. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I trade on the track all the time, but just, yeah, I much prefer cross-country trail, yeah. cross-country trail than road. You ever done a, a track 10k or a track 5k? I've, no, I've done a 3k and I've, I've run 9, 9.15 on the track. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was one of my last, uh, probably my last uh, track event. It was on a Wednesday night, the North East Grand Prix. Have you heard of that? Yeah. It was like six, six, uh, six a year. And yeah, around nine sixteen, nine fifteen. Sorry, at Moncton. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was uh, that was a good good little race, but maybe I'll have to revisit that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, awesome! All right, um, what's your favorite race that you've ever seen, either live or on TV at like the Olympics or something? Ooh, I would. Have, I'm gonna have to say more Farah twenty twelve, the the last uh, the ten k, that final race. kick. The, Final, the final lap, just the grit and determination he had, like they were piling in on him. I would say yeah. watching it on the TV. I would say that I would say that race, yeah, definitely. That race was nuts. Too, the, the pressure, the pressure that he had to like win the double as well. I would just, yeah, yeah definitely that one. Yeah, I've watched that race so many times, especially after you'd run, you'd run the five k so well, and to do what he did. The 10k is just amazing. Definitely. Yeah, what a legend. What a legend. It's a shame he's not going to Tokyo, but we've oh, still got a strong team yeah, out he there. He missed out and didn't he? Missed it out. But yeah. he's he, he's got nothing to prove now. He's he's a legend, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, who's your favourite athlete? I would say between Mofara or Kipchoge. I, just, yeah. I, I love watching them. I love watching them both run. They're just—it's like effortless. And again, the the amount of work that the 
they just work in silence. Like you never hear a lot about them, especially like Kipchoge. Like you only hear about how he's doing the build up to a race. Yeah. Obviously he's work he's working away doing doing what he does in the in the background and then when it comes to race day he just performs to a level like no one can can ever get to because he's just yeah, he's such a good runner. And when yeah, he did that uh, one fifty when he did that one fifty nine running was in Vienna. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that was incredible. Nuts. That was so crazy. Yeah. I was just there watching it on my bed thinking this guy has just run 26 miles and I'm still in bed just watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like how, can a, how can a human do that? It's just inc- it's just amazing. Yeah. It was it awesome is. how all the all the time um all the pacemakers were just elite athletes as well, like Olympic champions, world champions. Exactly. You had the you had the Ingebrigtsen brothers, you had, you had everyone. Yeah. You had loads you had loads of amazing athletes, loads of like world record holders as well around them. Exactly. That's the thing. Just exactly. a special, special event. Yeah, and then the next day was the is when Bridges Goskai broke the, the women's world record for the marathon as well in Chicago. Yeah, definitely yeah, that so was crazy. Definitely as well. A another, good weekend of running. Another good another good runner, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Love that, love that. And um, okay. What are your favorite running shoes? Oh well, when I first started running, I had Asics, Cayenne, Cayenos, or whatever they're called. Yeah, I forget what they're called. Yeah, yeah, Cayenos, yeah. And I've run in them for quite like about two, three years, and then I switched to Adidas Boston's, and I've never looked back. They're my favorite shoe now, Adidas, Adizero Boston's. I've got the the nines are out at the minute, and I just mm-hmm. I've never looked back. I've never looked back on them. Just so they comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You, That's why I've run on my Nice. Are you going to try any of the carbon shoes then? Well, if funny you should say that, I've got a pair of Vaporflies, Nike, and they're there. I've run in them once and I just cannot get, I don't know, I just kind of get the feel for them. Not as, like, no? I just always, I always go back to my, to my Adidas. Fair. So I, I got them, a, I got them a couple, about a month, two months ago, and I was going to run in my, the Vaporflies in, the Sunderland half marathon, but I just, I don't know, I wasn't, I wasn't confident in wearing them, and then I'm, I was, I was just so, I was just so pleased that I wore my Adidas Boston's for the half. Yeah, fair enough. Then it's all you about choosing the you. correct, correct footwear as well. Exactly. You don't want to, but you don't want to get halfway through a race and think, oh, why have I got these shoes on? Like you can't do anything about it halfway through a half marathon run. Mate, last year. When I did the virtual Great North Run, I got yeah. a fat blister six and a half miles in under my oh, feet. Worse. Oh, yeah. mate, I I stopped at like seven seven point four miles. It looks at my foot. I was like, I've never seen this before. I've no idea what it is. Uh, I'm just gonna yeah. keep on going. And I was literally limping towards the end of the race. So yeah, yeah. footwear is important. There's nothing, definitely nothing worse. Just gotta find. Obviously, you can experiment with shoes, and but when it comes to the race day, you've got to have, gotta be confident in your shoes. You gotta feel comfortable and just stick to yeah. what you know. Exactly. Yeah, that's good, man. Do you do much reading? To be fair, not a lot. I should do more, <laughs> but I should do more. I don't do a lot of reading. I can't say that. I do like reading, but I just don't do enough of it. That's all right. We can skip that question then. Um, what's yeah. your favourite movie? 
oh, for the movie, I would say I do like Fast and Furious. Yeah, you've seen like the Fast new one. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. do. I, I could. I could watch them back, like back to back. They're just, <laughs> they're just so good. Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah, very good. That's good, man. That's good. Um, what is one thing that's still on your bucket list? Um, I do want to skydive. Skydive, definitely. Skydive. Jumping out of a, jumping out of a plane, definitely. I really do. Yeah, what? that's all, it's it's up there. No one's ever said that to me before. That's that's yes. wild. Skydive, yeah. Just when you see other people, they get to, you know I'm a celebrity when they're jumping out of a plane. Yeah, oh, be yeah. great. Oh, Absolutely days. amazing. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And finally, do you have any hidden talents? Um, I can't. If I do, I'm yet to discover it. I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm yet to discover one. All right then. Fair uh, enough. Well, you can yeah. run pretty well, which is good. But I guess that's not a oh, talent yeah. that comes from hard work, doesn't it? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's some of it's 50-50, some of it's talent as well. You've got that is to, true, yeah. And then hard work just comes with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's brilliant, man. Well, thank you. Do you have any advice for yeah. anyone that's that's getting into running and wants to be really good at it? Uh, yeah, just don't give up. Have confidence in, in yourself. Enjoy it. Have the right, like, support people around you. And just be happy when you're running. That's the main thing. If you, As long as you're happy... You're fit, you're well, but nothing can go wrong. That's great, man. Um, yeah. Well, listen, guys, remember to follow <laughs> Jack on Facebook and on Instagram at 19JackBrown99 for more of his running mm-hmm. updates. Follow Arden Run Club on Instagram and at This Is Arden on social media for updates on this podcast and us over here at Arden. And subscribe to Arden Run Club so you can be the first to know when our new weekly episodes come out. Remember, We also just released our new Arden Ace running socks on Amazon, so have a look at them there too. Any last words, Jack, before we finish? No, that that thanks, though. It was great uh, great to talk to you. Brill. Well, thank you so much for joining me, man. It's been fun. Cheers. It's been real fun. Yeah. Awesome. So this has been Arden Run Club episode 42 with Jack Brown. I hope you learned something. hope you've been inspired, and I hope you find your fire. See you next time. Thank you.